what's up, TJ? Oh, oh, me? I'm just over here living my NYC lifestyle. Hashtag Nolisha. Nolita. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it feels like your, your NYC lifestyle, at least from what I've seen in some private conversations, uh, uh-huh. looks like a lot of carb loading and um, fraternizing with the enemy. <laughs> so you're gonna need you're gonna need you're gonna need to answer some questions. Okay. Today. Well, yes, I am in the city that never sleeps, and they do have a pizza pie here. <laughs> I mean, you know, in New York, I'm not going to, you know, that's you you go out to restaurants. That's what I do, you know. You know I'm a food lover, so a, a, a bulk uh, yeah, of I those did, activities are going to be, um, you know, visiting restaurants that I can't visit in Los Angeles. Or, no, 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 no. Visiting restaurants is one thing. I saw what Let's looked to be it, a bitch. pastry a, a, an am morning pastry activation which feels extra extreme to yeah me. who would eat pastries in the morning with their coffee that's a that's a maniac twisted behavior and i don't think any human has ever done something like that well no i think they've done it but that doesn't make it right jason that's what i'm getting at <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and the fact you're not the first, and you won't be the last, but you are the the one closest to me that is in the okay. wrong. So that's why I'm And you are the one closest you. to me that is in the uh, Jalos, I believe, would be the magazine, I would say. You are you are mad that you can't be sucking down these... I could... Oh, I could, the, the, were you talking about this Zatar pinwheel? Oh, baby. Oh, no. It's that's, savory <laughs> and it's sweet? Are that, you talking no. about a, a Brazilian cheese bread from my shooters at Cafe Integral? Nicaragua's finest uh, espresso. Um, I yeah, I've gotten coffee there before. It is good. Uh, I've never, I've never had. I, I mean, I'm very familiar with the the Brazilian bread. We actually talked about it with with them last time I was in there because there used to be a restaurant on Prince Street called Cafe Colonial, Dude. and that was like the table bread. Oh wow, table bread because it was and it was. Yeah, and it was you know back back before all these restaurants you know weren't battling with the delivery services. They could give away bread for free. It was a different time. Well, I I literally consumed that yesterday at Legacy Restaurant Mineta Tavern, Chris. Well, yeah, they still do it, but but a lot of these, I mean, they still do it because they got their shit together. Exactly, because it's a Keith McNally run restaurant. He has a certain standard that he will not, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that he adheres to. Friend of the show, Keith. We'll Friend get of you the show, Keith. Soon. That's that's funny actually because I wanted to try the bread yesterday. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Let, let's 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 continue. <laughs> we can get we can get into my um, Marin County rich white people journey okay, from, yes- okay. from yesterday later. But yeah, we got we got both East Coast and West Coast flavors coming right at you, <laughs> listeners. So buckle oh, up, man. Buckle up, losers. So yeah, if you like, if you're from Chicago, maybe not. Maybe don't buckle up. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, hit Minetta yesterday, a rare Minetta brunch. It didn't seem like your menu was really brunch-themed. It still seemed like a hamburger and, and french-fried potatoes, if I if I was following. I did. I, ha- I had a Bloody Mary uh, okay. burger and french fries. It was it was more of like, I mean, it was like at noon. Lunch. It was, yeah, it was yeah lunch. I mean, it was, it was at noon. But, um, I mean, it's hard because, like, I could have gotten, like, a, you know, some a Belgian waffle or, you know... Uh, eggs florentine or something brunchy like mm-hmm. that but when you go to Mineta, you know how do you not get a burger and fr- like literally every single table in the entire restaurant yeah. was eating a burger and fries and a martini this man i do. watched these the the problem the the last time i went to Mineta, i was sitting next to these two fucking dorks i mean it was just a funny scene it was like these two these two like food dorks that oh. were like 
share like they, they both looked very rich but very like tech okay. nerds and they or they ordered like a i think one ordered the regular burger and i believe there's a variation on the burger is it just cheese or is it is it wagyu or something there's there's yeah there's two there's i think it's called a black label burger yeah. or something like that but yeah one of them is just kind of like a classic you know lettuce tomato cheese and then the other one i think it's a little bit more of like a thicker patty with like a caramelized onion like a more rich and decadent type of uh type yeah, of burger. So these two these two guys fucking order the burger mm-hmm. Bur- they each order one of those and they split it and they both eat the plate full of fries and i was just like man you you guys are like this is a hot date <laughs> what's wrong with that chris that's literally what i did yesterday no but i mean these guys were trying to fuck after that's the difference so mm. you know that's that's uh, you know that that makes it a little different bro <laughs> Yeah, the uh, I mean that's what you do, Chris. Some people go to restaurants and eat French fries and burgers. I know it's tough to. I know you don't want to see it, but this is the life. This is a reality. No, no, no. It was just a, it was just an interesting. It was just an interesting. They were like talking to the waitress for thirty minutes about the difference in the burgers. I'm like, guys, this is on the menu. <laughs> like, it's not. I don't think the difference is so is so glaring that you need to discuss. No, they. It, I mean, because I mean? that was an opportunity to be able to talk. Uh, the, that woman to a that, woman. That waitress <laughs> was forced to oblige their conversation, albeit briefly, and albeit only about you know w- what ranch this grass fed beef was was raised yeah, on or point. something like that that's a good point these guys hadn't seen a, a woman unless it was an avatar in, in years so it, it is it is it is good i guess <laughs> you have Mineta, to talk to me <laughs> yeah i guess Manetta did give them what they needed so anyway so, so you started off brunch with a burger fries and, and a bloody mary and i hope an american spirit on the west village streets afterwards uh, yeah of course bro um yeah hit hit that and then we kind of walked around visited you know we we uh we hit there's a place called Dime Square where a lot of y- youngsters kick it at. Yeah, I've I've heard of that. Yeah, did you get reckon? Were there how long gone fans approaching you in Dime Square, or were you able to go without security? Uh, I was approached. I was definitely approached. Carolyn, my girlfriend, she was like, "What the f-? like?" Because she used to live <laughs> in New York, and I'm just like, I'm, and I, w- I was having a moment where because of our podcast and all of the New York people that I've spoken with and befriended over the last year and a half or whatever i know more about what's going on in new york than <laughs> yeah. she does and she lived here for years and she's she like didn't understand that clandestino is a place that people want to go to she's like what why like we were there and like you know it was three in the afternoon four in the afternoon popping not a table you know waiting list to get a place yeah. to sit down and have a drink like dev Hines's goofy ass was there you know everyone every cool per- there's like kids skating. known known, known modern known modern dancer dev Hines was seen there enjoying enjoying a cocktail yeah he probably was he was probably like like ordering a peculiar cup of tea or something like that like bro i got a lot of tables and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> bro, I got a lot of tables. <laughs> Not today, Devante. Was it? Was it weather-wise? How are we feeling? It's okay. It's okay. It's a little. I mean, it, it's been kind of overcast. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, but um, it's been you know like 60s, 70s. It's it's great walking around. Weather, I ain't mad at it. That sounds preferred because yeah, when I was there, it was either 100 degrees or yeah, or or a, a storm. Yeah, well, that it, that was fine. I, w- I wouldn't mind if it was a little hotter. But it was it was crazy walking around and seeing Dime Square just out of control. You know, at at full peak. Like there was a I learned later on um there was like some type of activation for a hot dog thing. 
It was, it was called like glizzy something. We're done with that, guys. Like the hot dog <laughs> joke isn't funny anymore. Like I just don't like glizzy is literally a year old. It's expired. It's like it's like downtown chicks who sell hot dogs. But I couldn't tell if it was like a real thing. Like did you did you just did you give up on what it is you're doing and you're just going to become a, a street hot dog vendor? I doubt. I it. don't know if that was what they're trying to do or. But then there was like a film crew of like dudes with steady cams, like Jesus Christ, filming them like sell hot dogs. So I'm like, is this a is this like for an art video piece? Is this is an NYU film student project going on? Luckily, Jason, what you need to understand, Jason, is that <sighs> everything that happens in Dime Square is actually art. And once it's you, all, it's all content. Yeah, once you realize that, it's easier to move through um, that that treacherous, treacherous land. <laughs> I've I have learned that, and I've seen that. It, it, there's just yeah, like dudes, you know, practicing pop shovets in in front of <laughs> restaurants and shit, and you know, everyone has a very nice Supreme T-shirt. <sighs> it's I mean, the thing about it that made is, me feel the thing about that is. Fuck, at least, at say. least there, at least the people wearing Supreme and skating there are actually sponsored by Supreme. You know, it makes it a little bit, it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. Perhaps, let's hope so. But yeah, you are old, Jason, and that's the thing, bro. I know, and, I know. And it I makes, it, it, I look, it puts me in the same place, and I'm glad a couple twenty three year old bros came up to you and and told you they loved a podcast that you make, and we're sipping, <laughs> we're sipping our our coffee. It's it's great to hear that. Yeah, I think his yeah we were down there. I think his name was Joe. I, f- I forgot. But we were, I was we were walking, leaving Dime Square, and then a, a a guy turned the corner, and he was drinking a can of mud. Are you kidding? No, no, no. <laughs> Shit, I was and kidding. he like I just he like made that pointed up. at me. He like pointed at me and was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Uh, what's up?" And then he pointed at me, and then pointed at his can, and then pointed back at me. And then we we had a nice moment. That's nice. That's cute. We hung out. We chopped it up. You know, since I love the fans and you don't, he was probably glad that he got me instead of you. Oh, I would have. I would have kept walking. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> Not today, sir. What are you? What are you pointing at, bro? I had nothing to do with that <laughs> shit. You know, I don't know what. Yeah, you mean, I went dog. to uh, I went to the Alimentari Flanure. Yeah. In uh, in the world famous Essex Market. Sh- shout out to my sensual fruit man, <laughs> sensual fruit man. He was in. I think he was booling in the Hamptons at that at, uh, when I was there, probably. So I think I yeah, might pull yeah. up later. Uh, you know, in, later this week. Yeah, but friend of the show Andrew Quo copped the mud there. He sent the photo, so I'm glad that it's. I'm glad that it's. I'm glad that it's moving. You know, I'm glad that it's moving. Yeah, I went in there and I actually bought a can just to see what it felt like. And it yeah, felt you're much. Good. You're, yeah, I like that. You're like a hardcore band on tour. You go buy the CD at Barnes and Noble just to feel something. I mean, you you do you do something like that. So then, like the the person who rings you up at Best Buy is like, oh, yeah. Have you heard this one? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a low-key cat, but I like to support myself. You know what I mean? If I, if I can put some money in my pockets, you know, that helps. The fine fine person ringing me up asked me, are you going to drink that right now? And then I was like, oh, was she asking me this because they instructed them to tell every customer that it's best served chilled? Pour it on ice. And then I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, Okay. I don't know how you're going to be able to drink coffee at like three in the afternoon. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, bro. I'm built for this, queen. This is New York, bro. I drink coffee 
uh, three times, morning, noon, and night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get we the fuck at, out of my fucking. Yeah, life. Jason's uh, Jason's at Veselka drinking cups of coffee, working on his script late night. Uh, so I'm I. She didn't know who she was dealing with. Yeah, she didn't know, and she didn't. Luckily, she did not besmirch my coffee right in front of me. Nor did she say have anything positive to say about it she was more so annoyed that i was there to, <laughs> that, well to that's create a transaction that's business. my favorite kind of retail person the one that is me too me too annoyed that you're there that's the perfect the, the one that is put out by uh business the only way i want to interact um okay so it's all good it's all good but so then unfortunately i did i was uh, uh reaching out with uh with friends of the show lawrence and james from throwing fits and they were doing a, an activation for some pants, and it was right. It was literally down the street from where I'm saying, like a 30 second walk. So I went over there, and I met a lot of uh, a lot of incel men who uh, who have loafers, and a lot of them wanted to let me know that they uh, listen to our podcast. But it's not the number one. I would hope not. They're like, oh, you do that podcast, like. Yeah, it's like it's not my favorite. I'm like, okay, thanks for letting me know. That. Somebody actually, somebody actually said that to you. No, this happened to me five to six times. Five to six times, random dudes worked up the courage to come speak to me on the sidewalk. Never met me before, and within the first thirty seconds of us interacting, let me know that they are aware that I do a podcast, but it is not their favorite. And also, it may be in the second or third tier of podcasts that they listen to. You little fucking pussies have a lot of nerve. Who would say that to someone? Dude, everyone. Like, I, when I said five to six dudes said those, more or less, those words to me, I'm not making any of that up. No, I believe you. I mean... I think, you know, maybe they just get uncomfortable. They get, you know, they say well, something weird. Well, no, this weird. is the problem. This is the problem. And this is why I hate people. Is they think they think because you and I are spicy to each other that their little mouth breather ass can approach right. and be spicy and it's like bro I'll fucking duff you out I don't fucking know you <laughs> fuck you dude don't fucking talk to me don't approach me don't talk to me even if you have something nice to say I'm I'm all set like I'm all set bro no I mean that's just crazy <laughs> to do like I would never do that to someone can you imagine doing that to someone the weird part is I don't think that they were trying to be spicy or get a rise out of me I think they were just I think it was more of the the governor on their mouth that tells them <laughs> things that they should and shouldn't say to people is just not I don't look I, if I don't know who you are and you're coming to talk to me about my thing if you want to either say I hate you this thing is shitty or I love it this thing is great there's no in between I don't care uh -huh. <laughs> I don't care what other podcasts you listen to I don't care what you had for lunch I don't care about any of that the weird part is I think they all may may have meant well. They just didn't realize that that could be considered upsetting to someone. That scares me that people are that stupid. That like don't understand how to interact with humans on that level. Yeah, I mean, I, w I wonder if it's a generational thing, but I don't, I don't know. Could I also be. met a lot of dudes who are like, I'm 22 and like, I don't really know shit. But they were well-mannered and they were nice and they would they wouldn't do anything like that. And you know what those people all have in common, Chris? They're all from a place called Canada. Yeah. In Canada, they still teach you manners. It's great. We love Canada. They still Can teach you how to be we a love, good person. We love Canada. It's my favorite part of North America besides New York, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago, <laughs> Miami. Uh, 
They're just not entitled. They're just so not entitled compared to America. Well, it's not like a competition. It doesn't feel the same. It, I don't. I feel like they don't approach a conversation with a stranger. Like, let me. I mean, yeah. I think we we encourage this obviously because of our attitude and and how we come across. But like sure. people people that I don't know like approaching me to like duel is a very yeah, com- yeah, yeah. is a very common. And I'm like, bro, I'm off the clock. I only duel with Jason, and it's an unfair fight. So I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm all yeah, set. I'm, I've been meaning to go easy on you. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's you. like literally like. Well, I'm glad you, you went. know just being Mike Tyson walking around all day and people being like, "All right, let's punch for a while." You know, you know how you know how comedians complain about people buying them shots. You know when they don't want to party. Yeah, that's people trying to get spicy with me and want me to like want me to engage, and it's just not going to happen. Mm. I, I only do get the sp- thing. Say the line. I only get it. I only get spicy for money, baby. Come on, we're pros. I only get spicy for money. I'm sure it was a, a fun activation and those pants actually look great yeah it was fun i ran it actually just i mean that's kind of the beauty and the amazing part about new york is while i was there you know i i met and talked to a lot of people who were just like friends of friends and you know people that you know people that i know people i haven't seen in a while like and, and then just like friends walking past mm-hmm. on the sidewalk and just being like oh jason what's up you're here and then now I'm hanging out with you for a half an hour. Like, damn, Jason, it's like you've never been to New York before. I love this. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been to New York many, many times, and it's a, a phenomenon that I'm used to. But I mean, I haven't, I haven't been here in a couple years, and like that happens to me at Erwan. So maybe you're doing it wrong, Chief. Yeah, that that happens to us at Erwan too. But to sit on a public sidewalk for two hours and then like have a conversation with fifty people. No, you're right. You're some right. of them you're friends here. with, some of them you're not. Like I haven't that hasn't happened to me in so long, and it was it was, it was nice. Well, was shout fun. out shout out to Lawrence and James for hosting you. Yeah, that's nice. No, it's it's good. It's good to see that linking and building on the on the main streets and um. Yeah, and a lot of those incel people need some IRL interactions. You know that honestly, that's true. That's a service that they're providing. That's a good point. Like <laughs> you guys, you guys can put down your headsets for Call of Duty and come out and bond with us over these uh, nice white pants we made. Pants do look nice. The pants look nice. I like the pants. I I had a very different experience in the last couple of days, Jason. Oh, you were you haven't been up in New York? I also went to Scars Pizza last night. Chris, I did so much shit. Oh, great. Was it the best pizza you've ever had in your life? <laughs> it was not. It was a regular slice. I mean, it was good. Yeah, it's good. It was good, but it was a regular... I mean, but, you know, I've, I've watched all these videos, and the guy's like, you know, we grind our flour wheat grains that are grown upstate and blah, 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 and you eat it, and you're like, that's a good slice of pepperoni pizza. Tastes like a slice of pepperoni pizza. I mean, the problem with pizza is, for me in general, that it, it can only... I mean, it's my favorite thing, but it can only be so good. I mean, there's definitely levels to it, but like the level from bad to incredible, there's a lot in between. Very good point. I mean, he's got a fucking booming business. Like, it's he's done an incredible job. Crazy booming business. I mean, the location's amazing, like... The brand is great. He's he seems. I mean, people love him. It's a good business, but it's not about the product. That's the thing. Yeah the the line at Prince Street Pizza was like five hundred people long. It was almost as long as the Reformation sample sale line. See, and nobody cares. It wasn't didn't Prince Street Pizza get canceled six months ago? No one cares. They did, they did get canceled, and nobody cares. Nobody cares because they were like. Vi- it's, I think they're like super racist. I think maybe they care. The, the one in L.A. they care. When you put eighty pieces of pepperoni on a small square slice of pizza, I can <laughs> I can look past your racism and Trump support. It's no problem for me. If you got pepperonis, like you got pepperoni. Oh, we're friends, bro. We're yeah, all, we're you know, all people set. just come in from fucking Lubbock, Texas, or something, and they go hit the Big Apple, and that's a pizza place to go to. N word pizza. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I did all that stuff, 
I went to your favorite magazine store and bought four king size essential waters. I like that. I bought a lot of water there myself, Jason. I know you have. I know you have. I already. I didn't have to buy cigs there. Shout out to our family at Mulberry Iconic Magazine. You know the spot. That's that's the only place to go. That's family right there. Then I know they know you there. You've spent thousands of dollars there. But have you ever eaten a sandwich from there, Chris? Because that's what I did. No, but I'm glad you did that because I know you're trying to get the. You know, you hit you hit Sabaro in Times Square. You know, you hit you, you get a you get a quote unquote deli sandwich uh, to feel something. You know why did I mean? why did you say quote unquote deli sandwich? Is that not what it's called? Well, no, it is. I, I think in that case, I, I think that the the food options are secondary to the print print media options. Whereas <laughs> some some delis only sell food. Beverages. Yes, you yes, yes, I mean? yes. Yeah, this place does it all, and it was yeah. I mean, w- when I arrived on Friday night, like by the time I got into the city, it was like ten o'clock, and it's like. I could wait 45 minutes for a, a table at, at Thai Diner. Did you go there yet? Not yet. I haven't been there yet. <sighs> that shit is hot fire. But I heard it's, it's so really good. good. I heard it's really good. I'm, I'm going to go at some point. I hit it with friend of the show and new father, Jeff Hendrickson. Oh. Uh, yeah, neighborhood Jeff. He he helped me order. He goes there a lot. Congrats. Neighborhood Jeff. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was, I was was wiped out. I just wanted to get something quick and, and pass out. Cause I, what, did you, what did you get? I took a lot of edibles on the airplane, if you can believe that. So you weren't full. See, that's the problem with edibles. They don't fill you up. <laughs> they need to make like an ed- they need to make an they need to make an edible like BLT. You know what I mean? So you you, you, I want an edible gummy that is gonna stuff my little tummy up. I'm I want to yeah. be satiated for the next twelve hours. No, no that's I mean, I no, think we, when, when's the when's the edible bacon coming to the market? <laughs> well, that's that's what I I had a, I had kind of like a California BLTA type of hoagie. At the at the you, mulberry you had to shop. add the you had to add the avocado to let them know you're from Cali, baby. Yeah, that one I believe that was the number nine, and it's called the Times Square. And yeah, we all know Times Square, the home of uh, avocado <laughs> sandwiches. I believe the best. Hey, let me get a in the fucking world. avocado sandwich. I believe the best avocados in the world are actually grown across in the Sour Patch Kids store in <laughs> Times Square. So that does track. That yeah, does yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. to know. Good to know. <laughs> did you get a bag of did you get a bag of chips with that or did you oh, just go raw? Chris, raw Chris, I got a I got my nice turkey bacon cheddar um on on a roll, crun- nice crunchy roll, and then the medium sized pepperoncini kettle chip. Mm. With a with a large San Pellegrino. This is a nice meal, isn't it, Chris? Jason, do I need to call Delta and get a wheelchair uh to get you back <laughs> on this plane? Because boy, you've been eating. I split the chips with Bay. <laughs> Okay. Come on, right. cut me some slack. <laughs> I guess you had water. I guess that helps. So yeah. oh, I've been. Dr- I'm drinking. I'm drinking lots of water on this trip. I'm mainly just consuming water and coffee. But you know, when I'm here, I have to get it all in. I'm only here for a few days. No, no, so. no, no. I understand. I'm just. I'm just giving. I got to make time. my rounds. I haven't even hit Superiority Burger yet. There's so much I got to do. Superiority Burger. Just to warn you, the hours are a little funky right now. So you, you, I would, I would check before you go. Uh, but oh, the, of course, you know, I'd be don't checking. worry. That that burnt broccoli salad. I suggest ordering too. Oh, it's a little small. Okay, that's a that's a hot NYC tip. Delicious. That's a, oh my god, I, I dream about that. We need to actually. You you need to re recreate this. Okay, I, I'll burn anything. I don't give a shit. I'm really about this. Well, there's like a saw. There's like this 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 almost like a spread that has this really nice consistency that they put in the bottom that you you kind of dip the broccoli in and it's that's what makes it oh. and it's also got a little bit of pepper it's got a little heat to it sure sure um well i'll figure out what this sauce is is it like a burnt walnut pesto it's pesto it's pesto ish in consistency 
Okay, okay. We'll fi- we'll figure it out offline. I'll just DM DM Brooks and get the recipe. I'm sure he'll send it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be handwritten on a napkin while and you, can, you can hear Crass playing in the background of the, <laughs> of the image somehow. That's right. Um, we're we're gonna get into your day. There's what else? I'm I'm gonna hit Gem today. Link up with Flynn for a dinner with me and Ben Edgar. I've only seen Flynn at the airport and in the street. I saw Flynn at the airport Damn. during COVID, and then I saw Flynn when I was up running, and his little ass was going to the farmer's market to buy all his flowers. Oh, I ran into Sean Glass. Did he have shoes on or no? Nah? He was wearing shoes. It was outside on the street, oh, so he okay, had his okay, okay. he had his kicks on. He was dining at a restaurant, and he's having some people over to his house on Tuesday to watch some short films. So I might pull up there with my little with my booties on. Jason doesn't do nothing short. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that ain't nah. He's like, I need full length like me, baby. <laughs> um, Y'all got any long movies? <laughs> you got any- Yo, they say movies are too long, but not for me. You bitch know ass short is only <laughs> seventeen minutes long. Fuck, I look like eating a having a short film. <laughs> why you th- why you think i like short stuff man you crazy um you must have me fucked up if you think i'm gonna watch a film this short sean dm me actually to invite me to that uh and i unfortunately i unfortunately been back in la but um yeah, i'm sorry well i'm glad it's going well over there jason i'm cleaning up the mess that you made of this town yeah that's what you're doing you got a big old broom you're just walking through soho soho sucks now man nolita is where it's at baby nolita is a word that i try not to say if i if i can so you you, you go ahead you what what is one. your beef with the word nolita it's well it's just a made-up name all soho existed for long enough no but every been, neighborhood in new york is a made-up name yeah that's true but soho's been around long enough where i give it it gets it gets okay grandpa nyc buck when i was around here do you see me coming to orange county and trying to tell you about some shit you don't know about orange county shit bro i know about nyc shit i was back when this town was a war zone you know what i'm saying you don't <laughs> yeah, know no. you don't know shit jack i know you were doing heroin with patty smith but that's you know let's let's, let's save save that for yeah me show. and my main man maple we were we were pushing <laughs> we we're shooting up that that zaza you know what i'm saying <laughs> Big mate off that za. <laughs> Me and my man Maple. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me of a great Alkaline Trio song. Um, but you know, I can I can say that. <laughs> I didn't know those existed. The word "great" is a strong word. Well, for well you know that you know the Alkaline Trio loves that band U.S. Maple. Um, and did and not so, know that. Did not yeah. know that. Yeah. I've never like heard I, of U.S. Maple. Sounds like a jerky company. Oh God, I hate jerky. That's another episode. <laughs> um, the smell of jerky on the plane. I'm putting you. I'm gonna citizens arrest. Who citizens eat, arrest. I've never seen somebody eating jerky on the plane. You ain't flown to the south enough. Gator jerky at thirty seven thousand feet smell different, don't it, Chris? It smelled different. It hit different. Oh God, I hate it. Oh my goodness. Um, Damn, yeah, bro. but you know, people have to eat. I understand that. I understand that. So yeah, we went to um, a District Vision Mindful Athlete Retreat at the beautiful Sea <laughs> Ranch in Northern California this this week. Yeah, location friend of the show, Sea Ranch. Been meaning to get out there. It is amazing. I, honestly, like it's really crazy. It, it's like beautiful, beautiful spot. Well, it's basically. I mean, I don't know if you don't. I mean, I think people may know a little bit about it, and now I know a little bit about it. But it's basically like a, a pre planned community where there's. Who was like talking of, about it on the podcast? That was with uh, Nick. Nick Nick Weidenfeld, yeah, with Nick Weidenfeld, and 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 Jonah Jonah Weiner goes there a lot, obviously, Mm -hmm. because he's from he's from San Francisco. So you fly to San Francisco, and then it's like a couple hours north of that. Oh yeah, but the I mean, it's basically like a pre-planned community where there's kind of these like 
general principles for living and all the houses are arranged as such. So it kind of feels like you're in nature and none of the houses block the view to the ocean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of, they're all made of the same materials and you know it's but it's it's kind of insane actually all the people there are white it's a whole planned community i actually i don't think that's true that's what was so interesting about it he was like the it started as literally a place for like middle class people and it was really affordable and of course because it's like an architectural thing now you know i think there's still some of that i mean every neighborhood started out as a middle class thing and then that's a good point. even glendale at some point was for middle class people can you believe that yeah, now it's now it's only rich whiteies and their Asian girlfriends. Um, but the uh, the, uh, oh, the uh, I wouldn't say I'm rich, but you know things are going okay. <laughs> I was yeah, I was gassing you up. Um, the um, yeah. Anyway, it was just it was it was pretty. So this was this was for this was a uh, an influencer brand retreat activation, but it was probably not you know like a I mean, cheese. It was like, eight, it was like eight people. So it was, it was a handful of people, but also it's for like a brand that's a friend of yours and it's like actually yeah, a yeah, cool yeah. one. It's not like a like a Bandier Lululemon no, it retreat. The, it wasn't the it wasn't the Revolve house at Coachella. Um I miss that. We did. There was a the uh a girl a woman named Lydia was the chef. It was all vegan, gluten-free. Um it was it was Lydia. it was actually really it was the first night. It was a fun sushi rice vegetables with a nice sauce. We were making our own cones with with nori paper. Oh yeah, some hand rolls. Yeah, we were doing some hand rolls. But uh, it was all vegan. The whole entire the whole entire trip was vegan. Yeah, everything was vegan. Cruelty free. Everything was everything was also gluten free. So it was really it was Ooh. really yeah. I was feeling good. So so you start off with some meditation and then you uh, on day two you uh we did this like honestly it's probably the most beautiful run i've ever been on there's a trail yeah. that goes the whole length of sea ranch on the ocean like on the cliffs it's crazy oh baby like it you was, it was really it. beautiful yeah it was three miles up three miles back you know nice six mile i was of course laced with all of the best district vision gear so i felt like a, a sponsored athlete you know my dream so uh, so the whole group did this this so a six mile run you know it's not short everyone was able to handle that you know what was really interesting so the photographer there a woman named Sarah was the first Saudi Arabian female athlete in the Olympics how old is she I don't know not that old she ran but what's also interesting is she ran two events which is kind of crazy she ran the eight hundred and the marathon. <laughs> And might might be the first person to ever do that because there's such different events, and you obviously specialize if you're an Olympian. She was she was it was a very cool story, very interesting story. Nice to hear some good things about the Saudi Arabians in the news. You know what I'm saying, brother? No, it's nice. It is nice. So they've been uh, having some tough tough press lately. We did we did that, and you know, just hung out at these beautiful houses. Okay, so this whole trip, you you show up, you make some hand rolls with some carrots and shit in it. You run for a few miles and look at the beach, and then that's it? I mean, no. You, you meditate. You look at the beach. You hang out. Okay. Well, you, you skipped over the meditation part, Chris. Oh, I thought, no. Well, we did well, we did this workshop with this guy, Ken. Um, there's this amazing chapel at in, in Sea Ranch. It's like an insane-looking building. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. this guy, Ken, who studied under Lawrence and Anna, who are the founders of Sea Ranch, like came to kind of teach us this, like... I don't know. It was kind of like a movement thing. It was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting. So basically, it was like you would um, break it down, brother man. Well, you would like partner. The, the most, the most, the coolest one was you partner with someone, and then you would walk 
they would close their eyes and you would lead them around for 10 minutes and then they would do the same for you. Oh, and you thought that was cool? Man, it was insane. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Has, have you, have you changed? Have you rewritten the DNA inside of your body, Chris? Have you, or have you become woke? No, Jason. No, no, of course not. I'm just open to new experiences when they involve exercise. Okay, when it involves exercise, not well meditation. But meditate meditation is just it's just impossible for me. This is the hardest I've ever tried because these were like thirty minute led meditations. Yes, yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's it's very difficult for me. I just, there's a difference between very difficult and impossible, Chris. Just something to think about. That's that's a good point. And I know you meditate, but also you cheat because you lie down, which is not really what you're supposed to do, from what I understand. Oh, is that right? God of meditation, Chris Black. Guru, well, Swami Chris, tell me Swami, more. Well, no, I just, you know, I, I believe you're supposed to sit in that very uncomfortable position, which I can't really do. Um, but uh, I understand I understand why you choose to lay down because you're a big bitch. You know, you want to you want to disassociate your mind from your body. You want to feel yeah. nothing. You want to be a blank slate and no better way to become a blank slate than to be as comfortable as possible. You know, it's hard to focus and remove thoughts from your head when you're constantly like, oh, this this chair is uncomfortable. We also did this form of yoga I've never done before, and it was really – I can't remember what it's called, but you basically you lay down, and then uh, Lydia led us in this thing where basically like she repeats this stuff over and over, and you kind of like are half asleep, half awake. Mm-hmm. It was it was, re- it was really interesting. And then you kind of wake up, and you get up energized. So it was like repeating – it was like mantras or something like that? No, it wasn't mantras. It was basically like she was saying the exact same phrases about relaxing different body parts. Like, okay. and, but the, but it was like monotonous in this way that kind of like lulls you to to like yeah have yeah to yeah sleep. yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean yeah you you she she's telling you just enough things so your brain can focus on it but not so much that it distracts yeah, exactly. you exactly yeah, exactly it was really that that was probably my favorite physical thing it was really interesting well yeah that's probably because that was the only way you and your fucked up brain were able to experience any actual sort of form of meditation, right? Since it's hard to do it on your own. Yeah, no, that's... Mommy no, to that's, read you a story that, for yeah, you. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, Which is great. Uh, no, it was, it was fun. And and the... Some people can walk. Some people need a wheelchair as long as you get across the finish line, Chris. That's Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're yeah. getting across the finish line with two hoagies and a pizza for the plane ride home. <laughs> 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 Yummy. But then we 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 did yesterday. We we drove. First of all, the fog up there is fucked up. It's very foggy because the because the roads are so curvy. It's like it felt very dangerous. I also rented a twenty a twenty twenty one white Jeep Rubicon for some reason. Well, because you were off roading in Marin, that's why. Yeah, I was off. I was off roading to the, Marin, the treacherous terrain. The, the treacherous terrain of the Marin Country Mart. You need that extra torque that the all new Rubicon has. It, ha- it had it all, bro. It had design within reach. It had a berries. It had a soul cycle. It had oh, a okay. ru- rustic bakery. We were there just in time for the farmer's market. Um, oh, that's nice. It was nice. We had lunch at a, a place that was recommended to be called Hog Island Oyster. I'm familiar with Hog Island, sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we did a little slurpage. I had a salad. We had a dozen oysters. Uh, but yeah, I, had to, I wanted to order a little table bread because I heard everybody talking about it. You mm-hmm. know, felt like having a couple bites. A motherfucker charged me two dollars, and then <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually it, it was not. And then we went and found a coffee place. Just hung out in Marin for the afternoon. I gotta say that is some Pleasantville ass shit. You feel like you could become a Marin girl? I mean, man, maybe. I mean, it's 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 actually pretty far though. I mean, it's like almost an hour from San Francisco. Like I thought it was a little you closer. Say it like it's a bad thing. Well, I mean, San Francisco's a dump. We all know that, but I mean. 
It was, it was, it's, it's picture. It's really pretty. It's like kind of insane. It was also, we had perfect weather. So I think that, mm-hmm. that made it better. But yeah, we're at the coffee shop. Okay. It's all these old rich people pulling up on their bikes, looking fit and younger than they should be. So like Marin is probably outside of LA. That's your, your second favorite place in cali or is it your first do you like it more than la no 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 i mean it's it's truly void of culture i mean it's just beautiful i just think that the Mm. the, i mean i think the lifestyle there is probably very good i'm sure the you know medium income is very good uh that's right that's right but i mean the coffee was great a lot of cute dogs you know it's a little cursed what do you you know i've been noticing um while i was in new york obviously no no contest that LA does not dress as well as New York does. Mm-hmm. But I also have noticed that New York, I don't know, it's maybe maybe it's not as fashionable as I thought it was going to be. I don't know. Well, have you is this a thing that you've noticed, Chris? What do you think? Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, young people who are obviously the like young young, you know, mm-hmm. are like out in the streets and they have taken this 90s thing like a little too far. Okay. Okay. It's like bad. It's like the worst parts of the '90s and like ill-fitting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is which? I don't. I, I I think fit of clothing is probably the most important thing. And and if it if it looks, I don't know. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it achieves to wear clothes that don't fit properly. Yeah, I, we were like trying to like when we were walking around yesterday. Carolyn was like, you know, like where are all like the cool people at? You know, like yeah. We're trying to find them. Like we we're walking around in Nolita. Obviously, it's it's popping. There's a lot of shit, but it's not a lot of like very cool looking, interesting people. No, you know, there's a lot of Vineyard Vines bros, and you know, just like we were walking past a restaurant, and there was a group of people like screaming at the TV, like going off. And I was like, oh, they're watching like the soccer game that everyone was watching yesterday. But no, they were watching like ESPN Ocho, a lacrosse match, and they no. are screaming at the top of their lungs. No, like, dude. But it's like because of like the time difference or whatever, they're watching it, and they're all blacked out at like 11 a.m. at some like shitty sidewalk pub, just screaming at the lacrosse game. And every single guy, you know that photo where it's just a, lo- a row of guys at a sports game. And they're all like leaning their heads at the the perfect way, and they're all dressed the same. It was just yes, yeah, yeah. Just forty dudes named Bryce, all you know, who all have like real fucked up problems going on. That's just dark. Loving that lacrosse. That's dark. Game. I mean, people watching soccer at six in the morning, drinking beer, annoys the shit out of me. But lacrosse, that's crazy. That's crazy. I like the so- I like I like people sitting around getting blacked out at 6 a.m. watching the soccer game i think that i don't know something about i like it, it if you're european i like it if you're european sure i mean i like it as long as you're just a respectful person just don't get out of hand and you'll be good just a way to live bro that's just a way to live yeah just if you're gonna be psycho be cute about it that's all i ask are you saying be sweet but psycho because that is something i understand if one has to be psycho at the very least be sweet about it mm-hmm. it's the people who are just only psycho that that caused the problems. You know what else I noticed? I for like no one like you're saying no one looked cool in New York. Let me tell you what San Francisco is cucked as, as hell. <laughs> it was crazy. Like no, they don't. The you fashion can't, in San Francisco is ridiculous. You can't bad. sit inside anywhere still. Like you can't sit inside. You can't do anything. Like the airport is dead. Like SFO is the most empty airport I've been in the whole the whole COVID. And then when I flew to New York, literally the busiest new, uh, airport day 
in in a year and a half. We got to the airport last night. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you, we could have gotten there ten minutes before the plane boarded and been no oh, no fucker. no problem. It's really interesting. When I was at the airport, the pre check line was dead ass eight hundred people long. Yeah, man, it was the busiest. I told I sent you that because it's the busiest. I think it was the busiest single day of travel since since March of. What happens when the pre, the pre check line becomes longer than the regular line? Does is there is there a, a strategy for that? Unfortunately, Jason, there is, and it's a scam that I refuse to participate in called Clear. Clear. Fuck Clear. Yeah. You know, and, and to put it in terms that I can understand, it's very similar to the Coachella wristband hierarchy yes, of general yes, admission, yes. VIP, and then artist pass. When you have, when you say like, oh my God, I have VIP wristbands, you know, at first blush, it seems like a cool thing. But all the heads know it's meaningless. All the heads know that all that lets you do is sit on... A, a different side of a chain link fence in the middle of a desert and then you have access to a, a pizza place that that some people like that you can pay for <laughs> yeah that you can pay for yeah yeah access i love i love bonus access for something that i have to pay for that's a great scam that's a great scam but the artist the artist pass i'm 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 artist pass i'm basically sharing a pepsi with beyonce i am trying to get mac demarco to wake up from his overdose you know like i'm right there <laughs> i i brought narcan for mac demarco and i got an artist pass yeah i am i am making small talk with marshmallow as i no do a no look dig through his yeti cooler <laughs> fishing around to see what he's got to slurp on like oh my god that's yeah the new record's so sick dude i'm so stoked for you what time do you go on and then i'm the other hand is behind my back going yeah you got you got the truly seltzer on deck ready to pop yeah i think that the (laughs) i think that the artist pass in this case is flying private i think that's the only i think that is the artist artist pass and i think vip is unfortunately the the cursed pre-check line but travel is back baby and it feels good that's what matters travel is very much back i don't like i mean i i I got spoiled in quarantine traveling you know on that delta flight with no middle seats and everything is chill but like even now like you're crammed in there but they're all it's fine to cram all the all the passengers in but it's not fine to serve food on a, on a cross country flight. Well, I'm going like, oh, serving, no, we serving food on planes is something that on, on my ticket I will be running uh, against um, <laughs> because of the smell, of course. But the the middle seat thing was never going to last, obviously, because there's too much money yeah. at stake, you know. But I think that the I think we're back, baby. I think we're back, except in San Francisco where they're cucked forever. Yeah, what are we going to do about that place? I mean, because New York, I mean, they're wearing masks outside still. That's the that's the vibe. Yeah, one you were telling me about New York not wearing masks on the sidewalk, and I was like, oh, that's maybe I'll notice that. You you are a pussy if you wear a mask in New York. Yeah, even bro. inside restaurants and like our hotel lobby. Like if you walk in wearing a mask, the people sitting there working on their laptops look at you like, "Ugh." See, this is what doing? I was waiting for. This was the this was the twist I was waiting for. The full one, <laughs> the full one eighty to now. You and the rest of your Trumpers were all waiting for this, weren't <laughs> you? You seem to be what you seem to be relishing this a bit too, there, Big Teach. Well, I'm. I mean, obviously, I'm happy to not be wearing a mask anymore. But it it really just came it's just interesting how it goes from city to city you know That's yeah it's different thing. it's different no it's different everywhere and it really sure. is kind of like an exact facsimile representation of the spirit of that city in general of like mm-hmm. those three cities la san francisco new york like new york is the most you know badass you know just keeping it real kind of 
you know, no nonsense place and always has been. San Francisco has always been the most pussy ass place of all time. LA is kind of right there in the middle. And that's exactly how the masks, the, the, the attitude towards masks feel right now. It's, it's true. It's, it's a beautiful map you just painted. Yeah. Like if we were in the elevator in our hotel and we weren't wearing masks and a guy walks in and he had a mask on and I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. And I pulled the mask out of my pocket and he's like, J- don't. Unless, like, <laughs> if you want to put it on, you can, but like, don't put it on for me. I don't care. You know, it's, it's the same energy. Like, San Francisco is a city full of people. Like, when you're walking by, you know, when, like when we were at the Burger Lords thing and we were sitting in, a, in an alleyway, a group of people having cigarettes, and then, you know, like, a woman walks by with like a cart full of books and like vegetables and does the like <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, San Francisco is just a that, city full of those people. No, it's true. I, I actually I didn't realize how bad it was there. I, I really didn't realize how like uncool it is. I didn't even see anybody skating a hill. I was hoping <laughs> to see the GX one thousand guys bombing a hill. I didn't even see that. I know. Not even hill bombing goes on anymore. But unfortunately my Jeep Rubicon, my twenty twenty one Jeep Rubicon uh did have uh red leather interior. That's the second time I've gotten red leather interior. So first the Maserati and then the, and then Jeep Rubicon. The, Mas- the Maserati it kinda makes sense. It's like corny Italian shit. A Jeep Rubicon yeah. Was this shit on sale? Like, why? Why would it have red leather? I mean, it's just so weird. It's like well, a, I think when you get the rent, the, all the cars that go to the rental places, there's always something a little screwy. But this with was them, a Turo. This was a Turo because rental cars, for some oh. reason, a rental car for two days was a thousand dollars. It got so far. Yeah, so I had to hit. So, and I was trying to get a Tesla, but then I was like, "There's not going to be any charging stations." I mean, Marin they built charging stations before they installed yeah. like water and yeah, bro. But I was in Marin for five hours. Like that wasn't uh, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sea Ranch charging station. There's probably like some petitions. But we did, we did. There's a great, it. there's a great grocery store in the town next to Sea Ranch that was really doing something for me. A, a great, great grocery store. Oh shit! What's it called? Uh, surf the surf market it was just excellent it, had, it has everything you need it's cute like a lot of have a corn chips oh they got all they got all the good shit and the regular mm-hmm. shit because that's what makes a great grocery store like that's why some of these health food stores are too extreme like you should be able to get cheerios if you want them is my kind of litmus test for a grocery store. Okay, you need to take your ass to Sprouts then. Bitch, I'm not going to fuck you, man. Sprouts is for poor health conscious. <laughs> Sprouts is for poor people who are health conscious, yes, but name another place that has Cheerios and all the healthy shit at the same time. I think it's these mid-level independents. That's what I'm not saying. Not even Whole Foods has Cheerios, do they? No, they have 365 O's, which definitely hit different, I'm sure. 365 O's. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. I don't know if they have that. But no, I think that what I'm saying is like if you, you know, like a, a place like this, because it's servicing like the Sea Ranch, like snobby vegetarian kind of thing, but it's also mm-hmm. like in kind of like this weird like beach town, right? So it's like got to have the $12 kombucha and the and the bottled cold brew and mm-hmm. the like expensive fudge, but it also needs to have like regular shit for the locals. It needs to have a hot bar with corn dogs in it as well. Yeah, exactly, which is kind of nice, but the food in Northern California is fucked up. Like the food, the like the the quality of the food is crazy. It's kind of I, I kind of forgot. It's fucked up. Good, you mean? Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. Oh, good. There's we stopped. We least. stopped at this tiny like tiny place in some middle of nowhere town for lunch, and it was like the best avocado and eggs I've had in in years. Can't remember the last time you had an avocado that yummy. Exactly. What you're yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm I'm an avocado fan. I, I pick them from the tree in Times Square when I'm there. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, yeah, one thing, you know, 
the uh, we were walking around last night. They have a neighborhood here called Little Italy. It's kind of like a oh, they have pasta and stuff. All there? the old kind of style. They got pastas and stuff there. Well, that's cool. But the last time I was, I mean, I've been to Little Italy a zillion times, of course. And you know, you walk around and it's just a hundred pathetic restaurants that are just tourist traps. And there's a guy out front with like the flyers. We call those guys. Um, oh, they have a what name. Do you call those? Uh, Barkers. You know, Jason, just a, just a fun fact for you, just quickly. The first apartment I ever lived in in New York was on Mulberry, 174 Mulberry. 174 Mulberry. That was that was done to death project's first HQ. World headquarters. Yeah, it was a extremely shitty apartment. Um, I would love to see Chris Black living in a shitty-ass apartment. I made it cool, of course, but it was shitty. What magazine did you use as a Coke vessel? That's actually a great question. I don't. I, that was a different era. I'm aware, bitch. I'm aware. It could have been like a spin. You know what I mean? Spin magazine as your Coke? No, oh no. no! No, I'm just kidding. I don't use we, mag- that. Their their stock is too porous. It'll it'll soak up some of those no, precious you're, you're granules. Only, no, not the not the. First of all, the Coke ain't sitting there long enough for anything to get soaked up. Bitch. <laughs> I we're 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 laying out we're laying out some damn railroad railroad tracks and taking that hundred to the domey. Railroad trucks, yeah. I mean, so you're you're doing a corner to corner, twelve inch on the LCD sound system vinyl. Bro, that, Is that, that what you're doing? Yeah, bro? you were doing coke on some LCD sound system vinyl. Don't even. Front. I've never done coke off mm-hmm. of LCD sound, but you're too bad you got sober after they got popular but doing it off of a war on drugs <laughs> vinyl is is on brand for you i would say i i first of all owning vinyl is something i would not do but but maybe no. you know shout outs to our homies at fat possum records yeah shout out to, honestly shout out to our homies at fat possum all our homies at jag jag we're all our indie record store day friends keep vinyl alive baby keep vinyl alive i do think about copying you know a lawn del rey or solange 12 inch every time at urban outfitters picking up some <laughs> skincare items you know so it's chris it's, you thought that you listened to solange but you haven't until you hear well her now on, well on, on um, urban outfitters vinyl well vinyl is dead now because apple released spatial listening now so good luck i saw that my main man bob left that was going brazy in the email i mean first of all caring about sound quality is dorky it's just it's not you don't care you don't really care and as a, somebody who is a professional audio engineer, I agree with that. Audiophile dick stays dry. Everyone yeah, knows audiophile, that. Audiophile will make the pussy dry up. No question. Unless you're real rich. Unless you're Devin Ohas with those big expensive speakers. Yeah. You, you ain't. Nah. You come over You come over and my man's got the Beats pill, you're hitting. You come over and he's got some dork shit that he's got to put the vinyl on, you fall asleep. If the Bluetooth speaker has some type of like keychain attached to it, <laughs> the, the dick is going to be bomb. Yeah, if the if the speaker's waterproof and under fifty dollars, he's hitting it right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of the the tweet I did of the the remember the Marshall half stack yeah, Bluetooth yeah. speaker. Yeah, and if he has this on his nightstand, he's cheating on you. <laughs> Bro, oh my god, that's the worst speaker in existence. Oh my god, it's uh-huh. the wor- it's absolutely cancerous. Yeah, name yeah at, at the Nashville Air- Ace Hotel. Please believe they put in an order for five hundred <laughs> units the of Na- that Marshall half stack Bluetooth that has never once connected to what the came phone what came first actually the the, the the Ace Hotel Nashville or the Marshall half stack speaker? <laughs> <laughs> They're like you, you're calling the front desk like. I'm trying to just like watch Ellen and it keeps coming through this Marshall Bluetooth. Can I just play it through the regular? Like, no. 
all the sound in all the hotel can only run through Marshall Halfstack Bluetooth it's, speakers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yeah, they're going to start wiring it. So if you need to call the front desk, it goes to the Marshall speaker. <laughs> And it's just as, like a sound of a guitar going, <laughs> man, these are the worst. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I do think the the so have you tried the Sonos portable one? The rooms are sick. There was one in the house this weekend. It's really nice. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I I wholeheartedly support the room. You can connect it to your master Sonos system, or you can just use Don't. it as a standalone Beats pill. Damn, TJ going full audiophile on my ass. Like I know how to yeah. con- like I know how to connect something. Come on, dog. <laughs> she made me install uh, invisible shelving units in both oh, bathrooms, yes. so we can have spatial sound in the house. So whenever our guests come in, yeah. and they have to go number one or number two, they can. They'll hear my little NTS, bitch-ass NTS playlist. When I come over to take a shower after playing tennis next time, can you... I feel like I'm at a Westerwald. Can you you go ahead and put on the Bruce Springsteen, um, Barack Obama (laughs) podcast for me to shower to, please? Yeah. (laughs) And also the the Sonos room, it is waterproof, Chris. You can bring it into the shower so you can listen to your Barack Obama podcast in there. I was in the hot tub listening to Red Scare and it fell in and it was fine. You know, it's it's beautiful that we were able to we were able to save it. Save. I I was getting the fellas. You know that feeling when you're listening to the Red Scare podcast and the jacuzzi and your beats pill accidentally falls in the water and it, and the voice goes from this to this. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're back. Um, Do you know movies are retarded? <laughs> No, but I, I I love portable audio, and um, it's an important feature. I did lose my AirPods this weekend, so I'm I'm kind of reeling. You lost your AirPods again, Chris? This is the luckily fi- they're not the pros; they're just the old, the poor ones. Yeah, they're the poor ones. The only Those time long, I call them long sticks. So long. The only time the only time I lean poor is with the long <laughs> sticks because they're better. They stay in my ear better when I'm pumping. Yeah, because you have a legacy ear canal, and I don't. No, that's a good point. Yeah, you have a, you have a new new style ear canal, but I I did have. To order, I did have to order a new pair. I did engrave my name on them, like I thought. Um, so, just in case, so I, they still you can still buy the old poor ones. Yeah, I think the old, I think honestly, wow. I think the old, I think the, I mean, I guess you could still get a, a Mac Mini. So, I think the old poor ones might actually be more popular. I, I feel like they could be like like out, maybe not outsell, but I see Honey, more. I no. see I see more of them because the new ones suck. I, I'm obsessed with the new ones. We all know that. I don't want noise canceling on a on a air. I, I don't need that. It makes me feel like I'm underwater in a bad way. Yeah, because you you finally get to get a by yourself meeting, and and the only person on the guest list is your worst enemy, you yourself, and you. Yeah, that's dead ass me. Not to quote the band Lit, but yeah. Are you saying? Oh, yeah. We should play that as the outro. I love that song. Chris, you're blowing it on holiday. Bro, For a sober guy, you sure get sloppy and messy on holiday. I've lost at least four pairs of AirPods in, since they've been introduced. I haven't been sober for one moment this last 48 hours, and I the only thing I've lost, or I guess I haven't lost anything. Well, self-respect, I hope. Just a little self-respect, and I lost one ab um, after all you the didn't, you didn't carbos have, you, I was Jason, eating. you did not have an ab to lose. Don't do that. Yeah, so I am down from a 12 to an 11 pack. And <laughs> the thing is that what I've learned on this trip is that's totally fine. Like, that's totally okay. And on that note, um, from one Christian to another, Jason has been great doing a bi coastal podcast where the roles are reversed. We love to see it. I know, right? 
Can you believe this is a free episode? Shout out to all our fellow podcasters in the Big Apple. Shout out to the Ion Pack. They have Paul Banks from Interpol on. Yeah, we got to get Paul on the pod. Yeah, I love. I fucking love Interpol, but that's I'm gonna listen to that shit. Shout out to throwing fits and their white pants. Shout out to Red Scare and their fucking great voices. Shout out to Beats Pills. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sonos. Yeah, and also shout out to I don't know them personally, but Dewey Dudes. That's a podcast that I'm gonna doing in doing tomorrow here in New York. So you can listen to their podcast. I don't know. Sometime this week I'll be on there. I guess. Let's go. And then um, what else is going on? We got more mud being made right now. We got a, we got we're gonna get the mud distribution channels locked so you can actually buy it uh you know and it's not a it's not unfortunately sellout culture is permeated even coffee made by a podcast and we apologize for that um <laughs> sorry guys we didn't we're not trying to make but it if you want look if you have that. a if you have a location that wants to stock mud please get in touch uh you know we're happy to do that and and by that i mean if you're whole foods or Erwan. otherwise <laughs> i'm all set yeah we don't care about your little shop and, unless and, well unless you're at the Erwan. airport then we can talk um we'll do airport costco maybe yeah costco i will talk sam's club bang my line just depends on what the margins are looking like big pods this week baby it's it's fucking it's grammy week on how long gone again how long gone grammy week we can't tell who is coming on until it's in the can as they say but we got some we got big some big heat coming on the best hair in the music business chopping it up with jason and jason and chris you never you ain't ready for this baby and i ain't talking about bad bunny not this time at least <laughs> Mm-hmm. we're doing we're getting the anti if jack antonoff could fuck that's who we get on our podcast this week <laughs> fuck jack antonoff um yeah that new lord sucks uh okay um Shout out jason to I, love you, I love your work go enjoy the beautiful big apple um i'm gonna hit well, i'm gonna get a pump on and try to try to get back into my uh southern cali swag district style congrats Thank you, Jason. I love your work. Enjoy New York. Um, and uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, more podcasts soon to come. Welcome. Bye-bye.